All things must come to an end, including the lost city of Ford, here on Tales of the Extraordinary! For those just tuning in, here's an uncomfortably rushed summation of the events so far. Little Dicky went missing in the Amazon rainforest while searching for a hidden city built by Henry Ford named... No, really, Fordlandia. The League of Nations police force, consisting of Italian agent Vittori Tatoni, New Zealand athlete, Reason Shipling, and his traveling companion, Contessa Deville, is operating within Brazil in secret as they search for Fordlandia by way of former resident gone native, Kurt Zane. And in the gleaming city of Detroit, Officer Selvin and Dr. Von Gliegel have been arrested after an attempted break-in to Henry Ford's office. They are now being held in the lavish halls of the Detroit Police Department, awaiting their fate. Michael Sullivan and Hen... and friend? Over here. Oh, you two. Get up. The captain wants to see you in his office. Is that a good thing? Not if he's anything like my captain. Please follow me. Right this way. Say, uh, I don't suppose you can take off these cuffs, huh, pal? You're right. You don't suppose. Thanks. Through this door, gentlemen. Captain, sir, the guest you requested. Thank you, Sergeant. Gentlemen, have a seat. Owen, Taggart, sir. Please remove their handcuffs. Are you sure, sir? Yes, Sergeant. I think I can handle myself against an old man and a rogue policeman. Or have you forgotten the sound beating I gave you in the self-defense workshop? Yes, sir. Sorry. Oh, that's much better. Thank you. You can go, Sergeant. Sir. Nice setup you got here, uh, Captain Foley. You can read, Detective. I'm impressed, especially considering your background. What's that supposed to mean? Other than the fact that you come from that backwater pit of degradation and crime that you call Los Angeles. I understand you have a background as a hoodlum in your youth. Really? How exciting. I grew up in a rough neighborhood, yeah. And if it's all the same with you, I don't care to talk about it, okay? I'm doing my best to make up for my mistakes. By breaking into the office of this city's most prominent citizen? Henry Ford is far from a saint, sir. Oh, I could tell you some stories, I could. Did I ever tell you and about And you the would be Dr. Heinrich von Kliegel? Is that right? Uh, yes, young man. I understand that you are from Texas. Is that right? Currently, I am spending time in the greater Los Angeles area, working with the federal government to... To work on their advanced research projects, I know. Well, yes. How did you know? Unlike Detective Sullivan's podunk police department... Hey! The Detroit PD prides itself on being the most state-of-the-art investigation and enforcement center in the nation. That's a lot of fancy words to say absolutely nothing. We make it our business to know as much as possible about, well, everything. Especially criminals like yourselves. That's why Detroit has the lowest crime and deaths per capita in the entire country. And will continue to be an example for the rest of the nation on into the future. Yeah, you're very special. Good for you. If you'll allow me, El Capitan, I can explain this whole misunderstanding. Doc, I, I really don't uh, think... Go I... on, Doctor. Yes, thank you. Uh, you see, Henry and I are old friends. We had lunch just this afternoon, in fact, during which time I left behind something rather important, so we returned to retrieve it. After hours... 
without talking to security? Well, yes. And with a police detective tagging along. I had hired Mr. Sullivan here as my personal bodyguard during this weekend excursion. Really? Sounds like quite a yarn. You may want to let your superiors know about such extracurricular employment, detective. Here, we refer to that as a possible conflict of interest. Well, who's to say I didn't? I made a telephone call to your captain in the Hollywood department. You did what? Captain Cox sounded as surprised as anyone to hear you were halfway across the country. He said, and I'll paraphrase his unsurprisingly offensive language for the sake of the doctor here. No need, young man. Cox wanted me to tell you to get yourself back to Hollywood by Monday or you're going to be... Well, it sounded very painful from his colorful description. Yeah, that, that sounds like him. So I'll tell you what. I'll drop the charges against you both. Oh, you're too kind. If there's ever anything I could do to repay... On two conditions. Oh, continue. One, you get your patooties out of my town before sunrise. Done. And two, you never show your ugly mugs in Detroit again. But, but, uh, Henry and I were actually... Never. It's a deal. Come on, Doc, let's ankle it out of this stuffy crap hole. Now, 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 don't be sore, detective. And don't dilly-daddle on your way out of town. We'll be watching. Don't worry. If I never see Detroit again, it'll be too soon. Can't we talk this over? No! The Amazon Jungle. Birds of paradise flitter through the air. Monkeys mingle in the jungle canopy. And danger lurks around every corner. Let us now look in on our eclectic adventurers as they slog through the Amazon jungle toward their ultimate goal, Fordlandia. I tell you, I haven't been this far out in the wop-wops in ages. Oh, why couldn't we take the boat? I told you, it is the dry season. We could not have gone much further up the river. And just how much further is it? Worry not, my sweet Contessa. If our crazy man is right. Right? Of course I'm right, man. I mean, how could I be wrong? Can you hear her sounding her siren call? As I said, there is great reason to worry. So what does the siren call of Fordlandia sound like, mate? Like an angelic choir being sacrificed on a pagan altar. I knew I shouldn't have asked. Do you hear it? Oh, B. I do. Uh-huh. Are you all right, love? What is that horrible noise? It feels like my head is going to crack open. She's still recovering from her bacchanalian antics of last night. Please, I asked never to speak of that again. How could we not? You came out of your shell, darling. I thought there was no hope for you, but... What was in those drinks? Ah, Big Mama's magical brew. How do you call it? Moonshine! Oh, my head, my eyes, my voice. I find it to be cute, see? You sound like a little girl now. You are belting out the hits all night, Victoria. I swear if I hear you sing I've Got No Bananas one more time... I'm and gonna... what have you reason, dear? Me? Oh, uh, I echo Agent Tony's call for never talking about last night. <laughs> Was the big mama worth her weight? 
I don't know. Why don't you tell us all what it was like being captain by your Portuguese lover? Brazilian, please. My mistake, mate. It would be unladylike of me to kiss and tell. Never stopped you before, love. Joanna! What? My baby! Where? Oh, oh, sweetie, you're all right! A cow? Did those dirty workers put their hands on you? Oh, baby? I thought you said Joanna was your daughter. Yeah, I baptized her like a father would. Her and her sisters. Can't you smell them? Oh, what is that? It smells so, uh, pungent. Perfume. Oh, I may be sick. Mr. Ford had lots of money. They might as well smell good, too. Oh, I don't mean to rain on anyone's parade, but I'm thinking this whole trip might be a failure all around. No way, I'm telling you. Fordlandia's right here. I found something. What? Let me see. Pretty lady, are you all right? Yes, I'm fine. I fell in this sand pit. Dio mio, it's... A uh... golf course. See? I told you. This is just wild. Quite the opposite, actually. Look in the distance. A water tower. She's a tall one, too. I'm glad I brought Miyoki straps along. Business before pleasure, darling. Wait till you see the swimming pool. I think I'm going to like it here. Now, Simova. Ah! We are surrounded. By men with machetes, yes. Where did they come from? Telephone! Is that you? That is not a telephone, you madman. Signor Zane? No, that's just what we call him, because he relays messages to us and the workers. I never bothered to learn his real name. Well, that's pretty cruel. No wonder they're mad as a meat axe. Ahem. He's motioning us with his machete. Kalina boca. He would like us to please shut our mouths. Oh, well, you don't have to be rude. Can he speak English? No, but he understands it, though. Ven coma gente. He wants us to follow him. Where to? Obukali dead. To their leader. No, no, wait. Their tiny leader. What the hell does that mean, eh? Maybe he means Richard, little Dicky. Do you think? On second thought, no. The idea of Richard leading anyone is just laughable at best. All right, lads and lasses. Chest out, chins up. If you want to win this war, then you will follow my lead out there on the battlefield. Do you understand? Uh, actually, I don't really understand. Uh, what? Yeah, why are we following some guy we pulled out of a river two days ago? You will follow me, gentlemen, because one, I am the only one of you with any actual military experience, having fought for His Majesty's Royal Air Force in the Great War. Thank you. And two, because your noble Lady Emma Chatterley appointed me as your leader in the field. And you wouldn't want to anger the lady, would you? Well, when you put it that way... I was just curious. Go on, sir. Thank you. As I am on loan, you may refer to me as your brevet general. Now, according to Mr. Carruthers' intel, the resistance is holed up inside the cafeteria. Present the map, Mr. Carruthers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Here you go. Thank you. Is this written in crayon? Well, yeah. It's all Lady Emma has. Ah, yes, of course. A school teacher. Carry on. Yeah, uh, okay. So the cafeteria is located here, right next to the water tower. Splendid. That will give us a visible landmark to guide us. 
And Stanley had a great idea, too. Oh? Let's have it then, Mr. Stanley? Uh, sure. Uh, well, considering the resistance, as you call them, are armed with machetes, and we've got only a few working guns here, well, we thought uh, we could use the clubs, you know, from the golf course. Did you say golf course? Yeah, right here. See? I say, what is this town? A resort? Oh, it sure felt like it at times. In between the malaria, the unrepentant heat, and the bugs. Goddamn flies feasting on you every second of the day. Yes, sounds just like a resort. Remind me to tell you some time of the black water fever in Africa. Turns your piss black. But I digress. It is decided, then. We shall arm ourselves with these sturdy golf clubs you speak of, then circle around the hospital and make a dash right under the water tower to the cafeteria stronghold. They'll never know what hit them. With any luck, we'll have your town back under forward control and be sipping a chota peg at the poolside by nightfall. Uh, Mr. Ford doesn't actually allow alcohol anywhere near Fordlandia. Prohibition and all. Are you serious? It's a town full of bun stranglers. I guess... If that means what I think it does. Never mind. Tea it is, then. Company! Move out! Zane? Little Ricky? It's Ricardo, you ass. Hey, you watch your mouth, kid! Shut up. I'm in charge here now. Not you or your white slave drivers. You are in charge, but you're a child. Where'd you find this doll? Watch your language, young man, or, or I'm gonna tell Lady Emma. <laughs> that witch? She was banished from our town along with the rest of your friends. Hold on a tick, you little ankle biter. Who the hell are you? As the best English speaker in my class, I represent the workers. You may call me Ricardo, son of Afonso. Though I believe you know him as Telephone, don't you, Zane? Not even courtesy enough to remember his real name. I was a different man then, Ricky. Really? You are still as crazy as you always were. Hey, now, I'm not crazy. You're the one who's crazy. I'm crazy? When I went to your schools? I went to your churches? I went to your institutional learning facilities? Yes, maybe I am crazy for letting you brainwash me. People, please. Let us remain civil for just one moment, see? Fala Portuguese. Let me do the talking, Papa. You speak Portuguese? No, I am Italian. I'm from New Zealand. And I was born in the great land of... Fala Portuguese, see. Who are you people? Please, Carotinho. We are not here to fight you. I am Paolo, the boat driver from A Isla de Inocencia. Ah, Paolo, desculpe muito. Your father recognizes me. Good. Then you can help us. We are helping no one. We came here to find Richard and go home. Who? All right, you savages. Nobody moves and nobody dies. Richard! Contessa, what the bloody... Vittoria? Hi, mate. How's it going? Yo, that New Zealander from Paramount. I am so confused right now. Uh, hey, uh, are we gonna fight or what? I, I don't know. I Just, what's going on here? What's going on here is that this town is ours, and we aren't going to be slaves again to you bastards. Who's the little tyke? He's got quite a mouth on him, doesn't he? That's it. Papa? Ta-da! Stop it, right now. Ah! She's got a gun! You are all idiots, do you hear? None of you are listening to each other. You, boy. Ricardo. Yes, yes. What started this little riot? My father did. He was tired of being forced to get his own food at the cafeteria. 
What? Yeah, Mr. Ford set up this cafeteria as a self-serve buffet style. It's the bee's knees back home. Well, not here. In Brazil, food is brought to the table. You don't fetch it from the kitchen like a servant. One day, Papa wanted a Pepsi-Cola. Just one Pepsi-Cola. And you wouldn't give it to him. So he rose up and shouted, I am a worker, not a waiter. Si, exactamente. You are joking with me. That's what this is all about. Food service? Not just that. They ignore our culture. Make us read poetry and dance in squares. Square dancing? I won the contest last month. (laughs) And they work my people like slaves under the hot sun. Only a madman works people during the afternoon in the middle of a sweltering rainforest. Absolutely. Get started at a sparrow's fart and kip her off under a tree till sundown, right? I I don't know what you just said. Well, Mr. Ford is very strict about work hours. That's why he put in the whistle. Took months to find one that wouldn't rust out here. (sighs) Hold on now. Hold on, everyone. Let me ask you something. Has Henry Ford ever actually visited Fordlandia? Uh... Not really, no. He was going to once, but uh, I think he got a cold or something? Oh, for heaven's sake, look here. You are following the dictates of a man thousands of miles away who imposes his way of life upon another culture he's never even met. I hope you realize the irony in what you just said. Shut it, you. Henry Ford is not here, but I am. And as your brevet general, I order you all to lay down your arms. But, sir... Do it, Grady. That's an... Oh. Who? Sorry, it was taking too long. I got bored. It's okay. She only shot the nine iron out of his hand. If you don't mind, I'm trying to give a morality speech here. I was never one for morals, but fine. Go on. Continue with your rambling. Go to your Brazilian brothers and talk to them. This city belongs to you, not that fat cat in Detroit. Figure out how to work together, amiably. But, Mr. Ford... Need never know. You are the radio operator, are you not, Mr. Carruthers? Yeah, but... Oh, I getcha. Indeed. What Mr. Ford doesn't know won't hurt him. And it only benefits you, eh? Why, Richard, have you come down with a fever? What? Of course not. But you're making sense. I'm worried for you. Oh, ha-ha. Uh, General, sir... What about Lady Emma? Ah, yes. Don't worry your head, me boy. I'll work her over right, as only Lady Chatterley's lover can. Wait, no one has asked if we agree to this. So, do you? I... Papa? Si. Vamos fazelo. He says, let's do it. Good on you, mate. Now, enough of this fighting. Who wants to bungee jump off that water tower outside, eh? Could it be? Has the lost city of Ford finally come to its incredibly long end? Can the residents of Fordlandia truly live in peace from here on? Will Henry Ford ever find out? Who knows? We have other stories to tell. Tune in next time as our heroes delve into the dark magic of New Orleans in Little Voodoo in Big Easy. Or, uh, maybe Mr. Zamedi's Voodoo Review. No, that's just silly. Well, we'll get back to you on that title when the time comes, here on Tales of the Extraordinary! (laughs) 
Hello. Yes. Please hold. Master Ford. Yes, Janice. Uh, Janice hasn't woken up yet. I'm the temp, Janet. It's Frankie to Tony on the line. Sporting. Patch him through. Frankie, how are you, old dog? Thanks for calling me back. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Frankie. Remember how I hooked you up with those electric zappy guns? Yeah, well, how'd you like to do me a little favor? Great to hear that. Pack your bags, boy. There's a few bad apples I want you to take care of in Los Angeles. <laughs>